This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for June 27th, 2011, episode 17, E3 Weeks Later. Welcome to another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Mistaken, joined as always by my co-host, Sound Offense. Uh, hi, I didn't think of anything again. <laughs> Darn it. Hi, Internet. Hey, Internet, how's it going? I, I like, I really like, I like you, Internet, but I mean, if you want to go to the prom with me, that'd be cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not that I like you or anything, it's just, you know, just, uh. <laughs> Sound Offense, why did we not have an episode last weekend? Last or weekend. two weekends ago, never mind. Last yeah. weekend we weren't supposed to. Two yeah. weekends ago. Well, we got together and said we need to record a podcast, and then we did, and we had a nice long discussion about, you know, E3 and certain songs, and then two and it days... Was the be- it was the best podcast we'd ever recorded. It, it was a really great podcast, and then two days later, Mistaken says, have you actually listened to the podcast? And so I did, and I realized that I had been uh, recording into the wrong mic the entire time. And yes. <laughs> None We're of the audio incredibly distant. I, I was essentially inaudible for the entirety of the podcast, so it was pretty much rendered unusable the entire thing, unfortunately. Yes, but I, we hope to make up for it this week by having a special guest, a repeat guest, Mr. Rob W. of Fairwood Studios. Greetings yeah. all. Greetings Greetus. to you, Rob W. <laughs> this is not the greatest podcast ever recorded, this is just the tribute. Yes, it's true. Um, this week, still, you know, even with four weeks between podcasts, not a whole lot has happened, Sound Defense. Unfortunately not. We we were trying to rack our brains thinking of what sort of news we could talk about, and ever since the last podcast, nothing's happened. Pretty much. Well, I mean, we've had E3, Harmonix announced, and Central 2, to the surprise of, of nobody. Yeah, pretty much. Quite honestly. Yeah. Um... You said you got to play it, though, so... I did get to play it, and it was uh, quite a bit of fun. It was a bit unnerving because I wasn't allowed to play it in private. They sort of dragged me onto a stage to do it. Yeah, that figures. Yeah, but... That's half the point of games like Dance Central, is just to embarrass people in front of other people. Yeah, but usually... Usually you have alcohol, and I did (laughs) so... I think think it was a Just Dance commercial that, like, clearly... Like, the people looked really stupid while playing it mm-hmm. in, the com- in the commercial, and I was like, at least it's honest. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're, you know, you're going to look yeah. stupid, but you're going to have fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone was looking stupid in the commercial, but they are all looking like they're having fun. Um, yes. So yeah, Dance Central 2 has, like, real actual multiplayer now. Uh, yep, uh, me and somebody else were uh, playing, you know, together at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Me and some demonstrator who was a hell of a lot better than I was. <laughs> Big surprise. But, yeah, I think the main problem with that is that you can't really sight read Dance Central 2. I mean, they'll give you a short picture of what the move's supposed to look like, but you're not going to have any idea what to do until you've watched them do it a few times. It's sort of like trying yeah. to sight read Pro Guitar. Pretty much. It's it's going to be a horrible disaster. So, <laughs> But at least you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it, it um, took me a little bit, but I've, I eventually was able to figure out what I was supposed to dance, and it was it turned out being a lot of fun. So. Mm-hmm. Um... 
They announced that all of rock, uh, Dance Central 1 songs would port into Rock, or rock Band 2. No, into Dance Central <laughs> yes. 2. Yes, I finally get... Oh, I actually don't know any songs of that. <laughs> Come on, ride the train in Rock Band. We have Bat Boy Slim in Rock Band. Yeah. Um, Rihanna. Shit. Um, that would be the greatest thing in the world if that actually happened. <laughs> anyway, besides Harmonix News, which was pretty much just Dance Central 2, the other big news out of E3 was the Wii U controller thingamajigger that Nintendo has come out with, or it will come out with in the future. Do we think this has any application to Rock Band or rhythm games in general? Uh, that's sort of a tough question. I would say absolutely if they allowed you to have more than one of those Wii U screen controllers. But, mm-hmm. you know, then, like, everyone could have, you know, a a little a, screen a to themselves thing. or something. Yeah. Right. I I don't know if it's going to do anything special beyond what the DS and the iPod and all that stuff already does in terms of like touch screen things with the controller. Mm-hmm. I can see it like mixing a lot of those things together in some interesting way, but I don't think it's going to do something utterly new. Right. I I would kill for an Elite Beat Agents game on the Wii U. Oh man. Well, yeah. That would be amazing. I've never even thought of it before, but I want that more than anything else in the world. Unrelated to to Rock Band completely. I've been thinking about the Wii U a lot. And uh, I actually thought about the greatest thing that could come out for that console. Are you ready for it, Sound Defense? Uh, uh, My body is ready. Pokemon Snap. Yes, that is true. Where the controller (laughs) is your camera. That is a true statement. This has to happen. Like, right (laughs) now. Isn't that a genius idea? Oh man, that that is a hundred million dollar idea. So Perfect of course idea. it'll never happen. <laughs> Basically, yes. but I will remain hopeful. The minute that is announced, I will put down a pre-order on that console, even if it's already out. <laughs> so g- give me the next one. Yeah, give me give me everything, all of my money, take it. Um, in terms of uh, maybe rhythm gaming stuff, I was thinking Elite Agents mostly. Uh, it could be helpful in sort of m- making menus a little bit easier. Uh, I think about how I sort of navigate through lists of things on my phone, where it's just you know just a, a swipe basically, and it, everything moves really fast. It could be really nice to navigate through my song list that way. I, that would be I do think convenient. like with a Rock Band Four type of thing, because they have that overshell interface that they've designed for it, where everyone's kind of doing their own thing while the game right. is actually going on. If I know they they said they don't allow this multiple screens on one console at one time, which is for lousy, now. but for it, now, to be fair, for now, the console won't come out until next year. Things could change. Yeah, they could change that. But you know, you can put all that interface interaction stuff on there. That's so true. That, you know, everyone can set up themselves on their own time, and then mm-hmm. the actual TV is doing the actual game. Well, so, I, I mean, will, there's there's interesting I, interface stuff with that. I almost would rather you know, sort of, the TV is dedicated to those sort of menu options, and then the screen. Uh, the the one unit controller could be the menu stuff, the uh, the selecting song stuff, since only one person has to do that. I don't know. Just an idea. Well, th- there's <laughs> other people who are paid to think about these things. Yes. They can, they can think about the war. And if I... one of them could think about Pokemon Snap on the Wii U, <laughs> I will buy it. No, yeah, that that would be boy. That that'd be like one of those retro titles that. You know, they, they make, and it's like, we need to make this appeal directly to the fan base, 
but we also need to make it accessible to everyone else, and so they're going to ruin it somehow, you know it? Not true, because there's no way to ruin Pokemon Snap. Because Pokemon Snap is amazing. Well, no, like, they can ruin Pokemon Snap by, like... You don't have a camera. (laughs) Instead of looking around for the Pokemon, they all just, like, run in front of your cart and stay there for a few seconds. (laughs) Oh, I hate this version of Pokemon Snap. Anyway... Uh, so not big news out of E3. The only real news that's happened, it's not entirely Rockman Network focused, but I think it's huge news, so we should talk about it. Uh, Fender has basically said that they are discontinuing the Squire. For all mm. future, basically, in all yeah. of the future. Yes. In every future that you can imagine, the Squire will not exist in, in it. <laughs> in every quantum <laughs> universe. Yes. That could possibly collapse into this waveform. What do we think There's about no this? Squire. Uh, what do we think about this? I mean, Harmonix has come out and said that it's not entirely true, but what they've said to counter it doesn't really change what we already thought. I I haven't gotten mine yet, so I'm upset about this, but the moment yeah. I get mine, I will not care anymore. But the question I, is, will you get yours? And how much will you pay for I have no idea. It? I'm yeah, not clairvoyant. Did, did you have a pre-order, or were you just waiting? No, I was... I hadn't planned on getting one for a while, then I thought, yeah... Maybe, might as well. And then they start saying, eh, it's discontinued. Yeah. Um, so it's probably my fault. Yeah, well, Harmonix's official word was that, I believe, Rob, you were mentioning this, that uh, that the the, uh, the processing, the creation of the Squires is done, but they're going to continue to sell them, which to me means it's discontinued. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, especially, it's, when, especially when all of the pre-orders have yet to been met. You know? Well. I wonder if I should go back in time and pre-order one or something. Yeah, maybe. This is sad, because I was... You might have been one of the people who didn't get the pre-order, so, like, who even cares? It might be better to just walk into a Best Buy and look for it. This is the time travel podcast, isn't it? (laughs) I I tried walking into my Best Buy, but apparently they got rid of, like, all of their rock band stuff several months ago. Uh, I thought you were going to say they got rid of all of good employees, which I was going to say, I agree. They might, they might as well have. I mean, who? What kind of Best Buy doesn't stock rock band stuff? That's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, no. The, the only guitar he, uh, I said I wanted a Squire, and he said he hadn't had any in a while, and they probably weren't going to get any more in. He directed me over to this one shelf where I could get a power gig guitar for a That's very low awesome. price. It was, it was actually twenty five bucks for game and guitar together. That's pretty awesome. Which we, is know, we now amazing. know where power gig has gone. Yes, to the discount rack. Speaking of things falling in price randomly, and this has nothing to do with Rock Band, L.A. Noir's 40 bucks. 40 Best bucks? Buy. Really? Yeah. I don't know how wow. that dropped in price, like, within a month. Wow, that's But that game is 40 bucks at Best Buy. Wow. Pro tip. Maybe, maybe I that's, should get on that, but... That anyway. seems to have an, an awful lot anymore. Like, the game will release at 60 like it sh- like normally would, and then two weeks later, even if it's a big hit, it's down to 40 or something. Yeah, and then right, ab- right above it was Black Ops for 60. I was like, really? <laughs> Because they can still sell it in 60 and nobody cares. Nobody cares, yeah. It sucks, though. Um, but in terms of the Squire, like, I was really excited. I, I was waiting for a Squire, but I was waiting until I could buy it someplace other than Best Buy, because Best Buy sucks. <laughs> um, and now, I guess that will never happen, so I bought a Mustang off Amazon. Uh, I, th- I think I might have to do the same thing now, because I really want that pro guitar, but I wanted to play it on an actual guitar. Right. But mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I really wanted one, and I don't know why I waited anymore, to be honest. Oh, I, I know why I waited, because I didn't have money. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I have... Go. I I finally decided, like, a little while ago, that I was going to attempt to be Dave Grohl, 
go from like drummer to actual musician, and nice. that was going to be my way to do it. Aww. Harmonics or Fender's putting a wrench in your day for roll plans. I wonder if harmonics will, like, if they can't work this thing out with Fender and get them producing again. Because quite honestly, they need to start doing that. <laughs> yes, right, and send them to me. <laughs> yeah, send them all to Sound Defense, go to see of harmonics. But uh, I have to wonder if they'll work out a different deal for a different model guitar with Fender, go to, like, a different company and try and get something made. Like, because if the Squire's gone completely... They have no way of saying that you can, you know, play a real guitar in this game. Yeah, that's a big yeah. selling point for them. And you have to wonder if they'd even have it at events, because, like, are they going to advertise this guitar that you can't buy anymore? So it's this weird, like, I don't know, this might end up yeah. like the Steel Battalion controller. <laughs> and, oh. it, and it makes Rocksmith a really, like, interesting kind of prospect, because that doesn't require a specific guitar. It doesn't do, like, 90% of the stuff that Pro Guitar does, but it also doesn't need the, the special made one. Yeah, it so, doesn't need all the special frets mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. It yeah. sort of makes you wonder what they plan to do going forward. I mean, they've lost this major cool guitar. Are they going to keep supporting Pro Guitar with the same intensity in the future? Are they going to try and revive mm -hmm. this when they make they've Rock Band 4 would, or something? I feel, I, feel like, I feel like really Rock Band 3 was Rock Band Pro Guitar in a lot of ways. Like, they added keys too. But you can you can pretty much tell that the guitar was their their pet for this this uh, release. Pretty much. So I, I, they're gonna protect it as long as they can. I I had these grand uh, dreams of them going up to what it's either Robert Plant or Jimmy Page and say, "Hey, look, now we have a real guitar you can play on. Can you let us have your music now?" And then I have, have Led Zeppelin Rock Band with actual guitar. I have the same dream except it's Prince. And then Prince says the internet's dead and kicks them in the face. Oh, how 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 Prince? would Prince how would Prince kick someone in the face? He's like five foot one. He stood on a he stood on a stool. <laughs> plus plus he, he has like some degenerative hip disorder. <laughs> he stood on a really tall Wait, stool. <laughs> Prince was on stage when this happened. They they asked him in the middle of a concert. Welcome back from that break. This week we've, you know, we've had a, quite a few songs come out since the last time we've talked Sound Defense. Yeah, we have. It's it's been about four weeks, and we've managed to get some really cool stuff out of the pipeline, especially from uh, Victory Records, I believe. Absolutely. So uh, we're not we're not going to talk about all of them. Obviously, we we have chosen two from middle authors, and we gave Fairwood two. So I'd like to throw to Fairwood and see what his first song for us this week is. All right. Well, uh, we'll start with Danny Baranowski's. Uh remix of his track Beatus Blues, the retro version from Super Meat Boy. bit 
of Beat Us Blues, the retro remix uh, from DB Soundworks, also known as Denny Baranowski, also known as the guy who did the Super Meat Boy music. Yeah. Um, probably also known as something else, I don't know. I don't follow around his aliases that closely. A man of many names. Yes. Sound so, Fence, what do you think about that song? That song was pretty pretty hopping. Well, the first, the thing that hopping, eventually came huh? to <laughs> the thing that eventually shut up. The thing that eventually came to my mind was it sort of reminds me of you know really old Dixieland jazz. Not in that it sounded jazzy, but that like there's instruments, you know, several of them all going on different melodic lines at once, and it all sort of combines together. Not all going towards a common melody, but it's just like you know a whole bunch of cool sounds going on at once. Yeah, I feel the Super Meat Boy soundtracks especially are really good at that. As are the soundtrack as well, uh, which are both Fairwood Studios tracks. He's putting out music from both those games. Um, yeah, three from each. Nice. And yeah, they they both are really really good at sort of mixing melodies and making them like sort of fit together like a puzzle. I feel. Yeah, this mm. is one of this. Is, I know this is our first and probably one of the very few songs that to have a guitar solo and a key solo at the exact same time. And it's not like a gimmicky kind of thing. It actually fits like in their parts, the both being solos. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely both solos. Yeah, I like how the bass gets in on the action too. Really, this means that like you can pick pretty much any instrument, and you're going to have something, you know, cool to play. Mm -hmm. The only, the only really, real down instrument in this, I feel, is the drums because it's just a loop. Yeah, yeah. But everything else, I feel, really pulls it forward more than anything else. Plus, it's just catchy. <laughs> and it's a great song. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. I, could you talk about, uh, Fairwood, sort of how you chose what would be on keys and what would be on guitar, since they're both, you know, sort of synth instruments? Um, if I could remember how I ended up doing the actual separation, I would talk more <laughs> in depth about it. Um, just in I general know, terms, though. Well, in general terms, there's usually... when. Danny puts the songs together, there's usually some something labeled as like the synth and something labeled as the keys. Like with uh, Can Assault, which is going to go into playtest sometime this week, mm -hmm. um, there is actually, you know, the, the uh, keys, the perky keys, apparently, um, then like the synth and the pad. Mm -hmm. And so usually I'm trying to put the keys stuff that he considers to be keys on keys. Right. If that works. Yeah. Um, no, because sometimes he'll do like a really basic, you know, D sharp, D sharp, D sharp, D sharp, and then just layer tons and tons of effects onto it so it sounds cool, but it's really just <laughs> D sharp over and over. Right. So no, I'll move I'll move that to guitar or back into the backing tracks, mm -hmm. you know, somewhere that I don't have to worry about the pro stuff being kind of dull. Right. Um, and there's definitely I don't really think there's any there's a couple spots where the keys don't play anything, but other than that, there's really no dull spot on any of the any of the instruments, I feel. Yeah, and I would I'd, say the same thing. I I try to keep it so that each of them was playing on the same file the entire time through, but mm -hmm. that's that doesn't always work out as the most interesting thing and or the most balanced thing. Because if I right. do that, you can end up with even bigger gaps of nothing. Right. Absolutely. Um, uh, I think you've done. A, I think you did a really good job. But honestly, just watching yeah. it, 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 it it's so fluid, and I would love to sort of just play this with like a group of people. It, it's good to see that people are uh, considering how you know how much fun something is going to uh, be on certain instruments, like pro instruments and stuff like that. 
yeah, instead that, of just, you know, blindly transcribing. That was part of the reason that we went with the retro one for Beatus Blues instead of the original. the original. Yeah, because it's more electronic, so we could do a lot more fiddling with it. I mean, they're all electronic instruments, but right. the original, there's a little more distinction in, you know, the timbre of one being more guitar-ish versus keys-ish. This right. is all chiptune, so who, get, who cares? Yeah, Just but, throw uh, it anywhere. And it is worth noting that, for anyone who's heard the track, that these are all Rock Band exclusive remixes? Yeah, they're expanded versions, remix-ish kind of things. Um, mm -hmm. They are going to be released as MP3s after they're all out and they've been out for a little while. Um, mm -hmm. But that's entirely Danny's doing. He's deciding when he's putting them up and where. Right. They'll, so if they'll probably end up being on his Bandcamp site. Yeah, so if you were nervous that like maybe it's, you know, just a sort of boring repeated part over and over again, there's, you know, it's he has expanded these into full songs. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Uh, all three of the uh the Super Meat Boy tracks. Um moving forward, Sound Defense, what song do you have for us this week? Uh this week I have a song that I believe is from the same artist I picked last week. I'm not I can't remember that far back. Last episode. Last episode, a whole month ago. That's yeah. you know back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. But uh, those, those poor, poor dinosaurs. Anyway, uh, I told, they, I told they, them not to fight the reapers. They were probably killed by the epicness of this song. This <laughs> is uh, this is Blackguard with their newest single from their new album, Firefight. A sample clip from Firefight, the newest single from Blackguard. Uh, Rob W., what are your thoughts on that particular song? I think I'm never going to pass that ever. <laughs> you could probably pass it on bass, bro. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I'm, you could try it on vocals, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that could, I could do, yeah. You probably have seen it on vocals. Yeah, this is an intense song on pretty much everything. Definitely. Uh, the guitar work is just uh, amazing. Yeah, uh, as is the keys work. I feel I feel keys are my favorite part of this, even though there's there's three guitar solos. So yeah, and two two of those uh, guitar solos, the keys end up doubling up on this ridiculously fast part. We ended yeah. up uh, measuring it, and at one point the keys hit 19 notes per second, which yeah. is with the, the guitar, which is just not it, right. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, not it should right. just not happen. It's <laughs> insane territory, but on most of this song, it's it's uh, much more manageable, and it's uh, we ended up producing it really, really nicely, so it is a lot of yeah. fun to play. It, it's yeah. a lot of like the typical power metal keyboard chords, where it's just, er, 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 you know. Yeah, no, I, I'm following you. <laughs> yeah, I can't vocalize it very well, but yeah, you know, it ends it, up being that very like epic slash ominous backing to whatever everyone else is chugging along to. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's, especially it's, when the chorus comes in. Yeah, it's yeah, sort of like but, the hard orchestral hits. The sort of wah, 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 wah. like it's very quick. It doesn't really hold most of the time. Pretty much. And when I said chorus, I actually meant uh, when the choir comes in, right? Yeah, which, choir. which is during the chorus. Yeah, you have, um, you have a chorus coming in during a chorus. <laughs> yes, a chorus yes. people singing during the chorus of a song. Um, so yeah, if you're a guitarist, definitely look into this because there's, like I said, three guitar solos and they're all pretty difficult. Um, if you're a drummer, uh, good luck. 
because this, <laughs> the song is ridiculous on drums. You're a drummer, screw you. <laughs> I would yes. I would maybe pay to see somebody FC this because this song is ridiculous on drums. It's it really is, tough. Uh, something that Blackguard likes to do is uh, throw in a couple of overdubs in some places to fill out the sound of it. Yeah. And we decided to chart those overdubs as well. And so some of these places you're going to be having your hands all over the place and moving very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not, you know, within reason. It's not completely stupid. It's not like, you know, some of those maybe like super crazy customs you see where they chart super everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and things that don't sp- exist. Spe- speaking of super everything, there is a double bass version of this song. That is true. So for- any drummers who are feeling frisky can <laughs> look up that uh, double bass version because I don't think... Th- as if as if this song needed to be harder on drums, really. <laughs> Yeah, all, all three of you who can take on this song, sure. Um, you guys are going to knock yourselves out. Yeah, so definitely look and, into that if you're sort of into that sort of uh, black guard, super power metal, with a little bit of screaming, or with a lot of screaming, I suppose. You uh, know, some, something I wanted to bring up that I found out since the last podcast, we were talking just now about how uh, hardcore the drum work is and the guitar work is. Apparently, the lead guitarist and the drummer of black guard are both female. I didn't know I thought you were going to say they're both the same person. Oh, no. <laughs> That that that'd be less. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it'd be uh, very awkward though. for live. That is interesting, mm-hmm. though. You don't see enough uh, female representation in uh, heavy metal music. I feel. I you, think you so. See, especially you don't see enough female representation outside of pop in general. That's true. Well, country. Yeah, country. So, yeah, kind of. Yeah, pop and country. In, in rock, yeah. it's yeah, not so much there. You know, there's Paramore and stuff, and uh, yeah. Uh, as far as metal goes, there's Otep as well. We just released one of her songs as well. Yes. Um, speaking of female country singers, yeah, I was, was going to say, speaking of segues. <laughs> speaking of segues, Fairwood, what is your yeah. last song for us this week? Uh, last one will be Leave Me Be from Kylie D. You won't make it out the game. Ain't enough here in this day. is a song I can pass. That was a little bit of Leave Me Be from Kylie D. Hart. Uh, the second of Kylie's songs in Rock Band, and the second one uh, being that was done to benefit the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Uh, these mm-hmm. are both charity deals. That's right. The other one was a Firehouse Bar, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Which, that was a Rock Band Network 1 song. That was back in Rock Band 2 time. I that is true. That's right. This, this is the only Kylie D. Hard song that would be a rock band for you. Yeah, that's true. And now, now it's got uh, keys to prove it in harmony. Yes, so. yes, definitely something. Uh, something that benefits country a lot. I feel since country is so uh, so vocalist heavy most of the time. Yeah. Definitely, those harmonies always sort of bring that uh, country vibe to it. You rarely hear a country song without the harmonies like that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I think uh, Sound Offense and I have talked about this idea of a uh, of a wind down song before, and I really think this is a, is a perfect example of that kind of song. Don't you think, Sound Offense? I would definitely say so. It's sort of uh, like r- musically, of course, you could hear it in the sample. It's uh, more laid back, more relaxed. But as far as playing too, it's like you're sort of 
you know, you're moving your hands around a little bit, but it's nothing really strenuous, and it's like, you know, enough activity to keep you active, but it's something you can just sort of sit back and enjoy. Right, it's definitely a very yeah. calming. It's a very calming song. You might, you might fall asleep playing it. I am mellow as hell right now. <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, but if, you know, in terms of instrumentation, I would say, you know, clearly vocalists, vocalist driven. With the possibly, you know, sort of guitar being second, I feel. Yeah, the, gu- the guitar, like we were saying, is one of those solos where you can get that achievement for going down to the solo buttons because there's barely anything to it. And yet mm-hmm. it's still, like, almost all hopo notes. Even right. though it's like after a really long sustain, so it feels a little bigger than it is, but mm-hmm. and it's it's clearly a solo. Yeah. You no, know, I've always actually wondered if it is possible to get those achievements on like Rock Band Network and DLC songs because I've seen in the past uh, some DLC songs that I've tried to get an achievement on and it wouldn't let me have it. Uh, theoretically, it should. Yeah, it's not supposed to distinguish unless it's like for a specific song or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be odd. Um, yeah. But definitely, you know, a really good, a really good calming country song that I feel is a, a good warm down after like a sort of hard, long session, or maybe you know the sort of the song you finish a party with. Uh, yeah, don't you think? It, it's you know it's for charity, so and so we didn't have to. We didn't want to make it like a tough song that right. only some people are even going to care about in the first place. Right, you know, don't want to do something like that. Yeah, and it is for, and as we said, it's for a good cause. So uh, if you're, you know, if you're interested in, you know, buying something for a good cause or having that sort of, you know, warm down, country fun vocal song, I, I would definitely give a look at uh, look at it. Um, but as for us, I'm going to throw to our final song, a song by Il Nino called "Against the Wall." That was a clip of Against the Wall by Il Nino. Rob W, tell me what you think. I knocked over my soda can. I, I think you should apologize to your soda. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Ceramus. I, <laughs> I actually went on the other computer and pulled up, you know, what genre and stuff this was, because I, I wasn't sure just from hearing if it was going to be filed under hardcore punk or some kind of metal, because it's right around there to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, that one drum fill, yeah, forget that. That <laughs> <laughs> drum fill is great. A drum, yeah, there's a, there's a drum fill at the very later half of the song that's, like, intense. Yeah. A lot, a yeah, lot it, more intense than throughout the rest of the song on drum. It, it, it's like Brian Storm levels of crossover going on. Yeah, it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty intense. Uh, but, I mean, this song, the, I think, sound offense... Oh, you continue? No, no, no. I'm, I'm done. Fine. 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 Sound offense and I... Uh, are big fans of the song, right? Uh, absolutely. This is this is a great song, very catchy chorus. I end up humming this to myself at least once a week now, and mm. I don't it's, know, it's actually a little bit annoying in that respect, but it's a good song, so I don't a, mind it that much. It's a bit of an earworm for us. Definitely. Um, uh, it's a song that's, uh, like, if, you, we, if we got that chorus into our snippet, you'll notice that the vocals are one of the, you know, biggest draws of the song, because they're really a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and the, even from the beginning, from the intro, 
which uh, the intro guitar that me and Sound Offense like a lot. Uh, uh, it, 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 me, I'll, I'll throw in a vote for that guitar. <laughs> yeah, chicka 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 chicka. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, even from the very intro, you can sort of tell that this is going to be a, a pretty vocal-centric song, despite it being, you know, sort of hard rock, heavy metal type deal. Um, it is very vocal-centric, I, I think. You know, there's not really a guitar solo. Uh, yeah, no, there's not really much guitar. I mean, if you notice in the chorus, the guitar, you know, it, get, it gets a lot simpler. It's basically just backing for the vocals. Yeah, the vocals are definitely the shiners here, uh, along with the drums. The drums have a lot of really awesome moments, such as that one fill. Um, there's no keys this time. It's the only week without, or it's the only uh, song this week without keys. But, uh, you know, definitely, definitely look into it as a, as a vocalist or as a drummer, or if you just like that sort of hard rock, um, that hard rock song with, a, with an actual singer. Yeah, the the vocals especially are notable because of the work we put into them. Because when we were working on this song, we broke pretty much everything you could possibly break. I remember that. As far as, far as yeah, the vocals engine goes, we even managed to discover a new bug that none of us had heard of before then. Yeah, we're good at breaking things that were the Mothers. <laughs> we really are. Seems like that's what we're best at at this point. What Let's just become rhythm do? breakers at this point. At this point, Harmonix is probably using our music to, like, test their engine to make sure it works. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're asking us to send them songs. Yeah. Like, well, what did you break this week? You, oh, you weren't see. the ones that had, like, a, uh, a, a syllable going into a syllable that was a talkie, and so the pitch line just kind of dipped down into the middle of the screen. No, I think that was... Uh, that was, that was that was I think that was, on creators. I think that was Freening Green that, that did that, and they posted a screenshot, and it was like going directly into Dora Sullivan's mouth. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. That <laughs> sounds lot, fantastic. There's a lot of pretty interesting ways to break the engine, but we found a lot of them while working on this song, among others. We, sh um, we sure did. She's a finicky beast, that Harmony's engine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, definitely look into this. It's a great, great song. Um, I'm a big Il Nino fan. Uh, I love one of the earlier albums that I don't remember anymore. I, I haven't heard much from Il Nino, but I think I'm a fan now after hearing this. That's how great of a fan I am, is I don't remember the album that I like. Um, <laughs> but I do like their sub. This concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you have enjoyed the show, you should subscribe to it in iTunes, um, leave a comment, rate it. That's, you know, the best way to get us out there. If you want to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com or follow us on Twitter at, at RhythmAuthors. And if you want to know more about the Rock Band Network itself, go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Are you happy, Sound Defense? I finally added it in. Yes, I am happy. And I actually... Uh, we mentioned this on the Lost podcast that never showed up, but those two websites actually do go to completely different places, so perhaps it is worth checking out both, just if just to be sure. But there is a creator's link on rockbandnetwork.com, so you can get there. Well, yes, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so eloquent. The eloquent sound defense. What about your outros? If If you want to know more about me or the things I do, you can check out uh, my YouTube videos on YouTube at Sound Defense RB. You can see my uh, mindless ramblings on Twitter at, at the Sound Defense. 
And you can also check out my various writings at crack.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. Okay, and we are at fairwoodstudios.com, youtube.com slash fairwoodstudios, Twitter at fairwoods, pretty much throw Fairwood Studios on any of those websites, you'll probably find us or someone pretending to be us. <laughs> Fanfiction.net, Fairwood <Bed>. Studios. <laughs> That would be Yo, someone pretending no spoilers to be us. For my, no spoilers for my next release, man. Come on. Uh, it's important to note Fairwood Studios, not just Fairwood. Yes. Fairwood sure Studios. Studios. Plural. Studios is important. Um, and as for me, you can find me on YouTube at Mistaken on YouTube, you can, or, or Mistaken SH, my second channel. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Mistaken, and you can listen to all of my original music at mistaken.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Fairwood, thank you for showing up again. Not a problem. Uh, so glad to finally, you know, talk about the uh, the Meat Boy tracks, the VVV tracks. Yes, that I'm super th- excited for. Th- thank Absolutely. you for not giving me seven different names over the course of the podcast. I appreciate that. Uh, so it's nice that Rex could join us today. <laughs> um, but we'll have to say we'll have to say bye to Rick, and we'll have to see him next uh, next time. I believe this was Giant Bombs runner up for best uh, best song of 2011. Nice. Of 2011? Or 2010, oh, sorry. 2010, yeah. I don't remember what their winner was. It was the uh, Pac-Man CEDX uh, techno yeah. house fucking <laughs> technogasm song. <laughs> you can't listen to that song and then not, and not like immediately become part of a rave like it just follow- <laughs> it just follows you <laughs> all right true story um someone sent me that image of it's a picture of a dinosaur uh with like a mass effect like scouter thing and a gun and it says don't worry humans we'll fight the reapers you guys <laughs> run away or something <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> that's that's pretty good actually